Raul Blaze Show with me, your host Raul Blaze here on Streaming Hub Radio, South Florida's number one online platform. And I have with me a very distinguished guest. I have Mr. Dale Holness, um, Democrat for the U.S. Congress of Florida, District 20. Is that correct? Correct. Yes, Mr. Holness. So tell us a little bit, where are you from, Mr. Holness? Your, your, your accent sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me start by greeting your uh, listeners yes. and viewers. Bonsoir, Tutman, Buenos Aires, Toro, Shalom, Assalamu alaikum, Niha, Namaste, Anwagwa. So you heard that in the airport when you traveled during 2020 while I was mayor. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, okay, yes. because I heard, I heard it in the airport. That, yes. was, that was you saying that? That's correct. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why, why does this sound so familiar? Yes, because I, I traveled, I, I traveled um, to Jamaica and up to Jersey and everywhere. And I heard that. I'm like, why does it sound familiar? Yes, yes, okay, awesome. Yes. So everybody. It was, it was a way of welcoming the diversity of our community. We're the most diverse country. Yes. in the world and Broward County stands out as, mm -hmm. as that place South Florida does okay uh, in Broward alone we have 200 plus languages spoken oh wow yeah. wow people wow. from over 200 countries live here and and why why, why is it why what first of all why is diversity important and why is it important to represent that diversity because it's the strength of our country okay no other countries are strong as us because we're so diverse and what does that mean it means that we have people from different ethnicity, different language, different culture, bringing the best from wherever they are yes. into this melting pot oh. and, and making it really, really marvelous. We can send a loyal patriotic citizen to any part of the world who has connections there, mm -hmm. who understand the culture, speaks the language, and are able to open door for, doors for us, for commerce, for education, for health, for culture, everything. We've got the, the people here in America to do that. We don't yes. use it enough. Exactly. Because some people, some while diversity is a strength, mm -hmm. there are some people who use diversity who will almost kind of want to attack the diversity that exists. And that there's there's never been a case where diversity has never been a strength, right? So, so they use it to exploit the situations where they can get certain groups on their side if it suits their uh, political or, or social or economic motive. And we saw Trump do that. Yes. To basically anger uh, the white population to be against immigrants, to get, be against blacks, to be against Latinos, to be against Muslims. I mean, he really used that as a wedge issue and, and basically riled up what they called his base, people who uh, and I'm not saying everyone yes. uh, who voted for him is a racist, but, but I'd say uh, all racists <laughs> vote for all people who are racist voted for him, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, what, if, what if you were to be given the opportunity of um, this fear that they have of diversity? Do you think it's a re is, is, is it is it founded in any sort of um, fact? Is this fear of 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 a diverse country? What would you say to people who believe that? Hey, this you know they believe this fear that has been conjured by by a group of people. So, so here's, here's, here's what brings that about in my mind. One, hate that is learnt. And secondly, fear. Mm -hmm. And the fear is that if certain groups rises, then it takes you down, which is contrary to the facts of life. Mm -hmm. So there's a certain amount of anxiety, especially among 
white folks, yes, the older population more yes. so, that if the other groups get to be more prosperous and they rise, then it diminishes their status, their ability to prosper. Hold on. Hold on, give me guys, guys, um, give me one sec, guys. Um, a technical am I let me some feedback? Okay, continue saying what you're saying. So mm. but here's something that they should know. Several studies has pointed out that that's not so. And one in particular is the study that was done by City Financial. Everybody know about Citibank and yes. City Financial. City yes. Financial is the parent. Yes. For Citibank. City Financial did a study that was reported out in September 2020 that said because of racial inequities in America, the country lost $16 trillion in gross domestic product. We didn't grow the country economically mm-hmm. by $16 trillion. It also said if we were to fix it, we could then grow the economy by $5 trillion over the next five years, which means every single American Mm-hmm. Whether you're black, Hispanic, Latino, Asian, Chinese, Indian, Jamaican, Barbadian, mm-hmm. African American, everybody would benefit from growing the economy by that amount. And 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 here's the other fact: when we don't allow every person to be as productive as they can be mm-hmm. and to live their fullest life, mm-hmm. it means they're not producing enough for themselves, and that for the rest of us to benefit from it. Uh, so wow. it is critical. that we allow everyone to live to their fullest potential. And one of the places that we are robbing ourselves also Mm -hmm. of of, of the ability for people to live fully Mm -hmm. is the amount of people we put in prison. Yes. We have more prison in America, people in prison in America than any other country. It's shameful. Yes. And, 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 And oftentimes it's the minority groups, especially blacks. Yes. That are targeted for law by law enforcement. Yes. Okay. And that when they go before a judge, they don't get a fair sentence. And here's a couple of statistics. And then I'll tell you some things that I did to help remedy that. One, blacks make up 17% of the population in the state of Florida. Now, if you live in Broad, you will know that because we're over 30% of the population. But the rest, for the rest of the state, the whole state put together 17%. Mm -hmm. Yet in all prisons in the state of Florida, 47% of the people that are there are black. Wow. Disproportionate. Totally. It also, uh, there's another piece that, that came out from a Tampa Bay Tribune study that was done probably about four years now. And it said that if you're black and you went before a white judge, and most of them are white, only 7% of the judges in the state of Florida are, are black. If you went before a white judge and you stole $500 worth of stuff out of Walmart mm-hmm. and you're 16 years old. Yes. And you had a, you're an A student. Yes. If you're black, you're going to get 20% longer sentence for the same crime that a white person did in the same situation circumstances as you. Wow. So, so, so there's something wrong there. So what I did, uh, I put together two main or two, two big uh, ordinances at the county to, to deal with that issue. One is the Police and Criminal Justice Review Board. That means we're going to look at the whole criminal justice system in Broward County. We're going yes. to look at our policing policies in Broward County mm-hmm. and find solution to fix these issues that exist. Great. Okay. One of those issues that I've propagated and put forward and worked on strenuously for many years is a civil citation program where if you're a juvenile, uh, starting with juvenile first, and then we moved it to adult and you had a little weed, mm-hmm. less than 20 gram, mm-hmm. 
if you shoplift for a small amount of money, mm-hmm. if you had an open container, mm-hmm. if you were light loitering, or other minor misdemeanor offenses, you could be given what's called a citation, pretty much a ticket. Yes. You go through a course to figure out what's the situation. Mm-hmm. Do you have an addiction problem? Mm-hmm. Do you have extreme poverty? Do you have mental issues? Mm-hmm. And then bring resources to the fore to help you. You complete that program and you it's as if you didn't get a, tic- a, a, a ticket because you wow. now complete the program. You don't have a record. You don't have any of that to hamper your life wow. uh, going forward. Move that also to adults. We started with marijuana possession. Mm-hmm. And then we put the rest of that in place. The unfortunate thing is this, that many law enforcement agencies in Brock County are not utilizing it. Okay. 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 So they're still arresting these young kids. Okay. And and we got to, we have worked uh, strenuously with the new uh, state attorney mm-hmm. to change that. I've worked with Sheriff Tony, mm-hmm. uh, who I understand been on your program to make sure that he prioritize giving these second chances, third chances, mm-hmm. second, second, first, second, third chances mm-hmm. to people who might not understand yes. their transgressions. And if they do, we give you a chance to redeem yourself. We can't allow you not to be redeemable. Exactly. Okay. So the other the other ordinance that I put in place uh, is the Racial Equity Task Force Ordinance. Mm-hmm. 37 different entities coming together, school board, Broad College, clergy, um, news media, mm-hmm. uh, the police department, the Chambers of Commerce, mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. Urban League, NAACP, a plethora yes. of organ- every 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 representation of Broad County. Yes. To yes. look at how we feel changes thing and end systemic racism that we know exists. Okay. So th- so there's a whole movement now in Broad County to change that. And and and, and we're making progress. I must wow. tell you that we're making lots of progress. Wow. And, and that came after a pass, what we call ban the box. We're at the county. Mm-hmm. If you're applying for a job and you had a criminal record, that question is not asked until we decide that you're qualified and capable. Yes. Then we find out if the position you're going to take has security issues or other issues that we need to look into your background. And if we do, and we find an issue. Mm-hmm then you can have a rebuttal and say, Hey, look, I was 17 years old. I smoked some weed. I had some weed or, you know, I, I did something that wasn't right. Yes. I've accepted responsibility. I'm now 30 years old. Yes. I put that behind me. I'm capable of doing the job. Yes. Okay. All right, guys. So we're here with Mr. Dale Holness. Um, I'm Democrat um, for us Congress, Florida district 20, and we're going for a short break. When we come back, we'll be get, getting more into the interview. And if you're here and you knew, know someone who can benefit from this interview, please share this interview with friends and family and all the platforms that we have available. Okay. I'll be back soon. All right, guys, welcome back. You're here joining the Raul Blaze show here. On Streaming Hub Radio, um, Raul Blaze Thursdays, my day, I'll keep seeing you eat up all the food. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Good evening, Mr. Holness. Um, yes. Former mayor, how can we help to send you to Washington, D.C.? Guys on the app, I'm so sorry. I did not forget you guys, but I'm I'm, I'm, I'm in the conversation. So I look to my left occasionally and, and Facebook, I see the questions too. Um, hello, Mr. 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 Um, Mr. Mayor. Uh, are 
you run yes we're gonna get into that guys <laughs> i'm sorry i look i look beside for the for the for the um the questions but he will be answering the questions in this next section now where uh we're gonna ask mr holness some of the things you you you've achieved in public office um thus far be before so i started to talk about some of it earlier yes uh i, I led the effort for a living wage in Broward County. Mm -hmm. Today, if you work for Broward County or any of its contractors, our living wage is at $17 an hour, uh, exceeding that $5 threshold that many uh, would like to see us get to. So we, we're beyond that in Broward County, but that $17 also include an allocation for full-fledged insurance. Yes. Uh, so when you take the insurance piece out, it's, a, it's less than 17, yes. but, but, but you, need health insurance. You do, you do. So you have that. Uh, that's that's a big effort that I led in Broward County to, to ensure we get to that level. Wow. Uh, helping our small minority women-owned business is a major part of my platform also and what we've done. I got to the county 10 and a quarter percent of what we sold was sold to small minority women-owned business or bought from. Today, that procurement is at 44% in 2020 represented $136 million in contracts. So we're transforming lives and helping our small business grow and develop because that's a huge thing. Mm -hmm. Increasing homeownership is a big part of what I moved for also. Mm -hmm. uh, creating more affordable housing. Uh, we need, we, there's a lot more work to be done on that level. Uh, we're in a serious crisis in yes. Broward County. I've yes. also, in, in the last budget, allocated money for what we call supportive housing for those who are mentally ill. Yes. Many of the people that end up in our prisons and in our jails have mental illness. It's not a criminal issue, addicted. it's a mental health issue. Uh, addiction mm -hmm. wow. or, or mental illness, or, or, and then chronically poor also is yes. another issue. So we need to get training programs in place. Yeah. And that's something that I've done and put in place uh, to do that. Additionally, there's a huge event that I've put in place called FITSI, Florida's International Trade and Cultural Expo. I talked earlier about the cultural diversity that we have. Now we can sell more stuff to the rest of the world than anybody else. Unfortunately, if you look at what's going on, China has overtaken us in many of the emerging and developing countries Yes, because they'll be more focused on doing that. So the event that I started actually got a, a presidential award in 2019 awesome. because we Congrats. helped so many of our small business to sell more to the rest of the world. Wow. It's a huge, a huge event each year that we do. We, we just actually had a trade mission to Dubai that I oh. set up before I, I left the county. Wow. Uh, that, wow. that basically had raves in terms of what we've done, enabled to attract foreign investments here and also to get our people to sell more to the rest of the world. Uh, <clears throat> for seniors, those who are older, Mm -hmm. and, and I know there'll probably not be a whole lot of them on, on, on your program because a lot of young people. They, they, right they can't tell their moms and their, and their, and their, and their grandmoms. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so something that I put in place is additional homestead exemption for those who own their home and are low income. Yes. That they don't pay as much taxes as other people who are higher income. Yes. So you get uh, what's called like additional exemptions. So if, they, if their home is worth, let's say, 200000 with what I put in place, they would only pay tax, property taxes on $125,000 if they're low income. Wow. That helps keep our seniors in, in, in place. So going to Washington yes. is a, would be a continuation of many of what I've talked about. And I haven't been able to get through all of it. Yes, uh, yes. Just a, just a, of just course, a small and Of course, amount. we'll have you back, so, yes, you know. Yes. <laughs> so so here's, here's a big part of what we have to address mm -hmm. nationwide. The housing crisis is real. We've got to get the federal government to put more dollars in place to help with that. Yes. There's a voucher program that allows for people who have low income to get housing. But it only allows for you to rent. 
in the most part. I want to oh. use that also for home ownership. Okay. Because if okay. I can give you some money to go pay somebody's rent, uh, pay somebody, pay a landlord rent. It's a mortgage. Why not? Exactly. 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 <laughs> so that's a major piece that, and I'm from a real estate background, so wow. I understand that. So that, that, that could be transformative for, for, for many families who have stayed in a rut financially. And, and when you increase home ownership, you're able to pass on generational and the generational poverty and passing wow. generational wealth. So, so that's a huge part of, that's the reason why I became a real estate broker, by the way, and, um, is, and, our, is our to help people achieve the dream of, dream of home ownership because the largest investment the average American make is the house. I know, and home ownership shouldn't be a privilege. It shouldn't be a, a yeah, son. And here's another statistic. About 76% of the white population own their own homes. Mm. Only about 47% of blacks mm. own their mm. own homes and about the same for Hispanics. Wow. So when you change that, you create greater stability. Yes. Communities that have more owners than renters are more stable than those who have just renters because the renters, they, they, they figure I'm just passing through. They might be there for 10, 15, even 20 years, but it's not permanent in their mind. Not the it's same just, care. Exactly. Not the same desire to fight to make sure the place yes. is maintained and upgraded and, 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 and those kind of things. Honestly. So, so that's a big piece of what we got to do. Also, education is a major issue for us to be competitive with the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. Early childhood education, we know works. Yes. Okay. Yes. It works so well that we look to see what's the outcomes of someone's lives at third grade and determine whether or not they will end up incarcerated or not. Mm. And then we plan for prison beds rather than putting more money into ensuring that they're successful mm -hmm. at third grade. That's wow. crazy. Okay. Wow. So I, I believe that we ought to have universal pre-K. Yes. Okay. And early childhood education in daycare and, and putting money and funding in place to ensure that a daycare center understand that a child is learning from their born. Yes. Okay. And and then we can basically outcompete the world because we're going to have uh, brighter people yes. than the rest of the world. Yes. And, and there's some Scandinavian country like Sweden and Switzerland Norway. and Norway. Mm -hmm. They put a lot of money into that yes. at, 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 at an early stage. Yeah. And we're, Japan, Japan does it too. I, Japan. I taught English in Japan for a while. Okay, so, so they, yes. They're very big on that. Yes. And look at how, where they came from after World War II yes. to achieve yes. the, 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 the vast wealth that they have. Wow. And, and to today be the, the, the the, the third largest economy. economy in the world, only behind China. China USA. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, so that's wow. something that we must do. And, 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 and all the way through high school and college, we need to make sure that those schools, especially in lower income community, yes. get additional resources. As it is now, our allocation is primarily based on per student in a classroom. But if you're in a community where there's high poverty, mm -hmm high unemployment mm -hmm. and a tremendous amount of illiteracy. Mm -hmm. How can you compete with a community in, in Parkland and in Western? It's not the same. You got to put more resources in if you want a different outcome and to change that. So that's a big part of what I, I tell you. And then uh, when you go to college, we shouldn't be burdening our young people with debt for the rest of their mm -hmm. life. There should be the college. ability for them to go to school if they're moderate or low income free for at least four years. Yes. And then we ought to build on technical and vocational training programs also. Germany has a huge, a, a big model of allowing you at 10th grade mm -hmm. or 11th mm -hmm. to choose a pathway, a career way 
pathway to 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 where you want to go. If you want if you're yes. in a, if you're on a college trajectory, then you go that way. If you're in a trajectory where you figure, hey, I want to go out and become someone who becomes a technician in yes. in, in in the auto industry or or, or in a, in the air conditioning industry, or electrical, then you'll get to go to uh, that pathway, and they, they they gear that towards that. So they, they end up they have more engineers and manufacturers yes. manufacturing capacity than, than most other places in the world oh, because they do that that's and, why that's why you see the, the auto industry the shipping world. industry they they build huge ship engines so they're those big ships yes, mostly powered yes. by german uh, made uh, engines because because most not every child will be an academic you that's know? correct mm -hmm. that's correct so that's a that's a pathway for us to be wow. to be, be competitive also uh we also need to ensure that we're providing the ability for everyone to have good full health care especially seniors. Sometimes it gets costly for them and they need to be able to stay healthy. Yes. Because they reduce if if we have everyone the ability to have full insurance and this state mm -hmm. did not take the Medicare funding that they should have taken, mm -hmm. the Medicaid funding, to enhance the number of people who have full health care, mm -hmm. it costs us more because now people are treated on an emergency basis rather than preventative care or early care when they, they when they get a symptom okay uh, so so that's a big piece of what we must do uh, Obamacare which is the Affordable Care Act actually was uh, coordinated uh, for the community support from my real estate office where it was the first place he had to operate from in 2008 when he was running for office wow yes wow. we we, we, we for, for the for six counties in the southern part of the United States we coordinated that and and my help with his campaign was huge yes uh, for me but also uh, for folks who worked within the, his campaign they actually uh, allow me to go to uh, the first Christmas party at the White House after he got elected oh, in 2009. Wow. So he got sworn in January <laughs> and December. I was there for that yes. Christmas party because of my volunteerism and, and what I did awesome. to help that campaign. So young people, you can do that. I started volunteering at 15 years old. Yes. And, and you want, want to know where, where I was from. Yes. And I know you have a lot of people from all over the world. I'm a citizen of the world, uh, an American citizen born in Jamaica. Yes, I am. I have, I have to say this. Um, so, guys, we're going to go for a break and we're going to come back with Mr. Holness, but I have to read some of your comments. Um, oh, hey, good day, Raul Blaze. How did you tell us that we're having Mr. Holness on here? Yes, it was there, you guys, so I could get my popcorn. You should have been paying attention. And you, it, Bruce from Miami also says, Raul, let Mr. Holness know that I beat down lots of doors for him to get vote. Oh, and I will you. be doing it again soon thank for my writing. And today, <laughs> okay. Thank you, Messi yeah. and Bill. Muchas yeah. gracias. Yes. And all the, the thank yous I can think of. I'm truly grateful. How can you send me to Washington? Vote. Get yes. others to vote. Contribute to me at my website, wholenessforcongress.com. Wholenessforcongress.com. You can reach me there. You can make a contribution. You can volunteer at wholenessforcongress.com. And some people spell wholeness differently. So yes. it's H-O-L-N-E-S-S-F-O-R-C-O-N-G-R-E-S-S.com. Yes, and of course, um, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna have it on my, um, on my recap of this interview. But um, don't go anywhere. I'm gonna have him back for the last 15 minutes to so tell us some more, you know, about his campaign, and I, and I'll read some of your your, your comments to him because um, I see you there. Calm down, I'm here, <laughs> guys. On the app, I appreciate you. Facebook, I appreciate you. YouTube, I appreciate you. Um, 
all of you, I appreciate you. I don't prefer you any, you know, they can claim, well, you prefer me more, but um, we're going to come back with Mr. Holness after this break, guys. So you can send in your comments and I'll read as many as I can to him and we can see how we can send this man to Congress, okay? Um, to Washington, right? Yes. So stay tuned, share this live, YouTube, Facebook, anything with all your friends and family and we will be right back. Do not go anywhere, okay? So, Mr., so tell us some more about some of the things that you, that, that you prioritize. Um, things you believe that are, 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 are are missing and things that you yourself will 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 bring to the table um, in DC. Okay, so 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 basically, it's, I'm an immigrant. Yes, uh, and there are many immigrants here in South Florida. In fact, uh, a third of District 20 are immigrants. Wow. One third of the population of District 20 are immigrants. Wow. So part of what we must do is understand their immig immigrants are valuable to our country. I mentioned earlier the diversity of our country. Yes. And having people here from those countries help us to sell more to those countries and open doors for us. Mm. And they work hard. Yes. The, the, the statistics, show, statistics shows that the first generation, the first people who come, mm -hmm. they work harder than the ones who were born here. Yes. <laughs> the same from immigrants, right? Yes. So, yes. so if you if you keep the children, don't work as hard as the parents. Okay. Mm -hmm. The children. Are, so so and, and, and also the value here is this that 60% uh, of Fortune 500 companies were start by, started by immigrants. Mm -hmm. It's a big deal. Yes. Immigrants help to create jobs. Yes. We have to show value there and ensure that those who are here and are law abiding and mm -hmm. are doing well mm -hmm. to help our country, give them a pathway to citizenship. Yes. Get them to be able to, to be full Americans. They want to be full Americans. Mm -hmm. So a pathway to citizenship through immigration process and some reform that needs to be done to ensure we regularize that a bit more mm -hmm. is necessary. We have too many people here who are not able to be as productive as they can be. And they've been here for many, many years. We have mm -hmm. those who are DACA. Yes. We have those who are in TPS. Yes. Now those two categories, it should be easy for us to get them on the pathway. Why? Because guess what? We already know who they are. We've got their fingerprints. We have their biometrics. We know, pretty much everything we can about yes. them okay so they are now in legal status mm -hmm. those should be easy to move those who are out of legal status we need to build a pathway for them also yes. to be productive yes we have an aging population here the workforce need to repl be replenished so that we can grow our economy and continue to be competitive with the rest of the world mm -hmm. so that's something that's important so immigration reform is a, is a big issue i believe for many yes okay? and it can help our country it's not going to take anything from anyone. It will add, not diminish any anyone's ability to to, to, to earn a living and, and, and to grow. Certainly, mm -hmm. you can't have it unchecked. There has to be some Checks and rules and regulations. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. But but I'm pretty much for that. Criminal justice reform has to be a huge thing for us, okay? We talked earlier uh, when we started about the fact that so many, we have more people in prison than any other country <laughs> in the world. <sighs> Mm -hmm. what, what does that make sense? Mm -hmm. It doesn't. So we need the full reform of our criminal justice system. Now, you know, some of my younger people say defund the police. Mm -hmm. It's not practical. Okay. Okay. What are you going to do when you need to have a, a situation that two people have conflicts to resolve? Mm -hmm. How are you going to fix that if you don't have some sort of police structure? Mm -hmm. how, 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 how somebody will drive 200 miles an hour? And, and wreck and kill a bunch of people? No. Exactly. But we must be sensible about it. And and I think more of what 
the folks who say defund is to reform and change the funding mechanism. Yes. That's what I would use as language. Okay. Which because would, the word defund scares people. Exactly. Exactly. So, so basically we need to put more people on the street to help those who are mentally ill and have drug addiction problems. So more funding should go to that. In Broward County, the last budget I voted on uh, last year, September, had in it $300 million for jails. Mm. It's the largest single allocation of our $7 billion budget, $300 wow. million for the jail in Broward County. Imagine if we had some more sensible policing and we used civil citation more. How much of that money we could use to help people who have mental illness, who have addiction problem? How much of that we could use to put training programs in place? Yes. And I believe the federal government must lead in that regard, mm -hmm. which means that not only do you have the blueprint as Obama put out uh, of the best practices for policing, mm -hmm. but you put some funding behind it. So local communities, if you adhere to these principles, if you put these measures in place, mm -hmm. we are going to give you some money to help you along the way with that. Okay. Okay. So there's an incentive for the local communities to utilize these programs, such as civil citation that I talked about before that has saved the county, I think probably about $44 million in, in terms of, instead of incarcerating people, uh, we can put, put that money to better use. So that's a, that's a big part of what I believe uh, we, we need to do. Okay. I mentioned a little bit about expanding uh, home ownership yes. and creating more affordable home so, homes. Can I, someone ask a question here? Yeah. Um, yeah, someone said, yes, we need the police. Uh, we agree with you, sir. And someone is asking, is private prisons uh, an issue? Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can't profit off people's uh, weaknesses and, 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 and mistakes. Okay. Shouldn't at all do that. Okay. Because they're going to look to have the cheapest way to house humans. Yes. And they're looking for profit rather than reform, rehabilitation are, are, are a good place for people to rebuild their lives. We ought to ensure that in our prisons and in our jails, mm -hmm. there are more opportunities for people to get an education. Yes. That's not there now. Okay. Not to any extent that it should be. Mm -hmm. Another statistic that I'll give you, because I look at data. Yes. Okay. Numbers, there's, there's science matter. to mm -hmm. that. Okay. When you look at the data, you can then formulate uh, solutions to the issues that the data shows you are there. Uh, <clears throat> in probably about 10 years ago, an article in Sun Sentinel, maybe it might have even been a little more, pointed out mm -hmm. that 80% of the people in our jails didn't finish high school or didn't have a GED. And 40% were functionally literate. They couldn't read a newspaper. Now, I, to I talked earlier that the system now looks at thir third grade performance of our children to determine how, how many prison beds to build when they oh get older. Oh, my God. Isn't that madness? So, so it's a huge issue for us to fix that problem. And, and, and we must all come together and understand that we're all in this together. It doesn't matter whether you're black or white or Hispanic or Latino or Asian, or Chinese, or Jamaican, or Barbadian, or whatever. Okay. We are in this together. And when we build and strengthen those who are weak, mm 
mm-hmm. we strengthen each of us because we are able to have a better society for everyone. Awesome. And, and, and clearly, as you stated, there's there's this obvious link between education and incarceration. And, and that gap that gap seems to have been ignored for a very long time. Well, amazing. Guys, if you're just joining us, of course, um, um, yes, they're talking about the, the statistics you gave us. Someone says, Stacey from West Palm says, whoa, that's crazy. Thank you for this um, information, Mr. Holness. And um, Linda from Miami. Hey, Rob, Blaze. Good evening, Mr. Holness. Let's go to Washington. <laughs> Thank you so much. Again, you can go to my website, wholenessforcongress.com. Wholenessforcongress.com. And if you want to volunteer and you're not able to connect, through the website, there's actually a phone number, 954-379-8683, 954-379-8683. And you can reach me, of course, on all your social social media outlet, uh, mm-hmm. whether it be Twitter, uh, um, into Instagram, Instagram, uh, uh, Facebook, Facebook. Mm-hmm. We are all we're on all those sites, of course. I got to be honest with you. I don't manage it all because I yeah. can't manage it all by myself. It's a lot. It's so, a lot. <laughs> so, 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 uh, at Twitter, I'm at wholeness D nine Instagram. It's Dale wholeness, Facebook. It's Dale wholeness or wholeness for Congress. Okay. Are you hear that? You hear that guys. Okay. And if, and if you guys want a clarification on, 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 on any of these or to repeat them, of course you can, you can ask me, of course I'm going to be here, but say them, say, say the social media handles again, please. Okay, so it's Twitter at wholeness. D9, the, the letter D, 9, numeral 9. Uh, and Instagram, it's Dale Wholeness. On Facebook, it's Dale Wholeness or Wholeness for Congress. Okay. And of course, I see Parkland is in the building because Parkland, I want to send my shout outs to, to West Palm Beach. Also, Plantation, Fort Lauderdale, Sunrise, wherever you are. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, we're here talking with Mr. Dale Honest, of course. And uh, I'm going to add the information that you guys need to hear uh, that we went over. And if you're just joining, you can always go on Facebook and, and watch the full interview. Uh, Mr. Honest, any, anything you want to leave our or, or, or listeners with um, today? Well, let me say this. And I know there's a lot of young people in the audience. Mm-hmm. The world is in your hands more than it is in older people like myself. <laughs> and I'm not that old. I'm still young in, at heart anyway. If I have a few years on me. Mm-hmm. But you have to get engaged. You have to really get to the point where you understand that your vote matters. Your vote is your voice. Yes. If you don't vote, you have no voice. You can complain all day long. But if you don't vote, you have no voice. So if you're not registered to vote, register to vote. And you can go to wholenessforcongress.com and actually register to vote. Uh, you should get a vote by mail ballot sent yes. to you and turn it in early. Don't wait till the end. I lost yeah. the election because 287 votes were at the post office that came in a little late. Wow. And they didn't count them. Even though they were there, they didn't turn them over to the supervisor, which is a whole nother thing, not a yes. show that we, that we can get on. But, but it'll give you also the chance to see who's on the ballot and what's on the ballot. Yes. So that even if you decide you want to walk in, you can do that. Uh, so... Get engaged, get involved. I, I, I got active at 15 years old mm-hmm. before I could vote. I, yes. I supported Michael Manley in Jamaica. And yes. when I got here while I was at Broward College as a student, uh, freshman uh, senator mm-hmm. uh, for uh, the student body there mm-hmm. in, in Broward College, I volunteered for Andrew DeGraffin Rights Campaign. Most people out here won't even know what I'm talking about when I say <laughs> I know, well, Because I did politics, I knew. Because it's a long day. Yes. He was the second black person to be elected in Broward County. Yes. Uh, so, so, 
and, and I've been engaged. Jesse Jackson's campaign I was engaged with. And I can come back and talk to you about how he gave us Barack Obama and Bill Clinton and yes. changed the whole system to empower people of color, young people and women because of, he ran. So get engaged, get involved, volunteer. You can go and give, give me some funds too. The maximum you can give me is 2900 I don't want to use that, $2,900. Yes. Well, listen, $9? Okay. I'll take whatever you have, as much as you can give, because yes. it takes money to run a campaign. We got to do mailings. We got to do radio advertising, television advertising. We got to pay staff. We got to get signs, all of that cost. Yes. So understand that if you really want to make a difference, get involved. Go to wholenessforcongress.com. There's a lot that you can do to change the trajectory of our community, our state, our country, and the world. All right, guys. Thank you. Um, we're going to go for a quick break and um, I'll say my goodbyes after.